And now, your host, Johnny Mitchell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Johnny Mitchell Show. How are you, Limp Army? We had a fantastic live Zoom chat on Patreon yesterday. Uh, so if you want to get involved in that, follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the Johnny Mitchell Show. Uh, you guys, this is the best way to support the show, uh, and it's a way to get access to me directly. Uh, I was on there for like an hour just talking to fans, man, and you guys are fucking hilarious. I got people from all over the country, uh, most of you incels, most of you unfuckable, but really good people. Um, you know, I had I actually had one good looking guy uh, from Seattle, guy that looked like uh, he gets pussy. He actually sent me a picture one time of my book arresting on his girlfriend's big fat naked tits. Uh, so that was fun. So you guys, so we're going to be doing that every Monday, a little earlier than we did yesterday. Uh, we're, every Monday, we're going to do that live chat with me at 7 p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So 7 p.m. West Coast time. We're going to be doing that on Patreon. Just go follow us. Patreon.com slash the Johnny Mitchell show. You also get uh, an extra episode a week. Okay. And we have really tremendous interviews and episodes coming onto the Patreon. That's the best way to support the show, guys. Um, we're fucking building this army into an actual army. Uh, and we are going to uh, invade uh, you know, we are going to invade uh, the Call Her Daddy studios um, and and kill them. I I'm kidding. Uh, that That's a garbage podcast, uh, but they make millions of dollars a year, and I want to fuck that chick. So uh, shout out to her. Uh, you guys, I feel good today. I don't know. I feel calm. I I've been getting laid. Uh, I'm in love. Uh, everything's coming together. I've now I guess I'll address. Uh, the podcast that I do a little good-natured ribbing at every week. Uh, of course, after last week's episode, I I got the call. I get about a weekly call from uh, from somebody involved in that show uh, telling me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, here's the thing, guys. You know, you were talking shit about me in a private conversation, and I decided to go public with it. I'm mostly just having fun with you. You know, but I find it hilarious that my tiny little show uh, can bother you so much. Now, are you that fucking stupid that you can't see that? I'm probably just mostly kidding, guys. The whole world's a stage. This is show business, after all. You've been in a couple. You've been in show business a couple of years, haven't you? But what I've realized is that, you know, I'm like a I'm like a fly buzzing around the ear of a rhinoceros driving you nuts and you don't know where I'm at and you're fucking stomping your big rhinoceros feet and you can't you can't see where I'm coming from but when I found out that my little show clips of me talking shit are making it back to the CEO of your program I felt so good about what I'm doing uh that it makes it all worth it it makes it all worth it because I'm a great stand-up comedian, and I'm going to be a factor very soon. So I will do what I want. I will say what I want. I will continue to say how much you suck if I want to. Uh, but I'm going to leave you alone. I'm going to leave you alone because I, I don't give a fuck about you. Uh, God bless you for your success. Uh, I'm sure you have great qualities about you. You know, like when I when I talk shit, you know, it's whatever. A beef is a beef gives a fuck you move on but at that when i when i realized that i was bothering and now i'm not talking to uh 
Now, I'm, not, I'm not talking to the snitches for this show anymore. I'm, I'm back with the fans now. When I realized that my words uh, were affecting uh, this gigantic podcast that shouldn't even I, I, who, who shouldn't even have me on their radar. That's when I realized, like, the power that I have. And that's that's a lesson for all of you. You don't realize the power you have. So let that be a motivation to you. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling uh, downtrodden, if you're feeling like life's not going your way, just remember how much power you really have, even as an individual, to affect your own life or to affect the lives of others, positively or negatively. You know, I feel like my shit talking about this particular podcast is nothing but a positive thing for them. You're welcome for sending all those eyeballs over to your show. You don't know the power you have. So I'm feeling spectacular today. I'm fucking spe feeling spectacular. Uh, we just had a hell of an episode with Willie Simon, my good friend, funny, funny comedian. Uh, we got the new sidekick slash intern in here replacing African Al. We have Luis, Fat Luis. Every, every intern I have, uh, there's a requirement. Uh, they have to be poorly dressed and overweight. And Luis... You can put the mic up to your to your mouth, buddy, if you want. Uh, you are no exception. You have not let me down. Uh, it's good to see you, pal. Uh, so yeah, we went through a bunch of shit. There's a you know everybody's getting fucking canceled. So, I mean everybody everything's in disarray. Um, people are backstabbing each other in show business. So we're gonna run the gauntlet of that today. We talked about David Dobrik. We talked about the Dobrik controversy. We talked about Crystalia coming back. Um, somebody who I didn't bring up, this chick Ellery Smith. Uh, she was a writer for that show Robot Chicken, right? Who's nobody really gives a fuck about, but I'm sure they have a following, right? That show's been around for like 15, 20 years. Have you heard of it? Yep, definitely. So she, you know, during all this Asian hate, stop Asian hate, right? Which is like, hey, maybe some gun control. Maybe it's not Asian hate. Maybe Asians just happen to work at massage parlors and this fucking nut, uh, incel nut, decided to go shoot up a parlor, right? That would be like if uh, you walked into a barber shop in Atlanta and started shooting people and said, oh, that's a black hate crime. <laughs> it's like, no, those jobs are just occupied by black people. You know what I mean? So anyways, this chick Ellery, uh, you know, a comedian, I suppose, but she's a writer for Robot Chicken. Uh, she's tweeting, uh, she, last week she tweets something, something to the effect of, hey, this is why jokes normalize violence. She says this. This is why she's essentially blaming jokes for the shootings in Atlanta. Okay? So if I make an Asian joke about my Asian sister, okay, being, being the, on the receiving end of a bukkake, I, I'm normalizing. I'm essentially responsible. You know what? Arrest me. I am as just as responsible for the guy who shot all those people. In fact, I'm more responsible. And she's a writer for Robot Chicken. Well, she was a writer for Robot Chicken. Good segue, Luis. Now, she tweets that. She tweets how jokes normalize violence. And boy, it took about four and a half minutes for the Twitter world to go back, 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 back into her Twitter history and pull up a couple of insensitive jokes that she made when she was like 17, 18 years old and boom, she is now fired from Robot Chicken. This is what I'm saying. Keep your goddamn mouth shut. Do I have to scream this every episode? 
Stop ratting, stop snitching. Everybody, everybody everywhere is now taking it upon themselves to be the one who's on point. To be the one who wants to fucking, who who wants to, uh, you know, bring truth to power. It's like, keep your fucking mouth shut. You know what I mean? Or or this might happen. And you might have had this coming. You know? Like everybody who's watching this and running off to tell you know who, the CEO of that podcast that I talk shit about, watch him turn around and stab your ass in the back. Don't come crying to me when he does that. You know? It's always the it's always the person screaming holier than thou, right? It's always the preacher that's fucking, you know, it's always the preacher who's uh uh telling a congregation to live piously who's, you know, banging the fucking altar boys, right? <laughs> it's always like it's every it's like hu- humans just don't learn that lesson. Right? It's Bill Cosby trying telling young black men to pull their pants off pull their pants up to take their pants off he's telling young black men to pull their pants up and quit using the n-word uh and then you know slipping things into women's drinks in his trailer yeah guys it's like you see someone we used to say it in the joint all the time you see someone murdered you shut your mouth and be quiet so yeah so she is off the show and it's like um you know what the fuck can i say uh that's uh that's the generation we're living in so anyway so we get into that and we talk about you know uh you know we get into a lot of things on the on the episode uh so and make sure do me a favor make sure to follow me i need i need subscriber counts up a little bit you know we're doing like three thousand views a video on youtube yet i only 1.75 k of you have actually subscribed to the channel so do me a favor and if you haven't subscribed just go click the fucking subscribe button okay don't make me look like an asshole. Go do that. Go do that right now. Pause it. Go subscribe to it. Listen to us on iTunes. Even if you watch the video on YouTube, do me a favor. Pull it up on iTunes or Spotify and just take that cursor all the way to the end so I get I get a listen. You know what I mean? Uh, because we have sponsors we have to appease. Okay? Uh, this episode is brought to you by Blue Chew. Uh, Blue Chew, obviously, uh, it's Viagra, but over the counter. Right. It's got sildenafil, tildenafil. Uh, If you have problems getting your dick hard, I cannot recommend Blue Chew enough. Uh, You can get this without a prescription. All right. And no awkward doctor visit. All you have to do is go to BlueChew.com. Tell them the symptoms you're having. Hey, doc, uh, I am 19 years old. Uh, I am blackout drunk every night and I cannot get an erection Uh, to boot. I fuck exclusively pigs. So I really am having trouble keeping my prick hard. Doctor will say, oh, well, you're suffering from an illness. How many pills would you like? They deliver it to your door in a discreet packaging so you're never feeling awkward. Okay? Go to BlueChew.com and type in the promo code LIMP for free shipping on your first order. So, yeah, guys, that's it, man. Uh, we are going to keep growing this show. I am so fucking excited about the future. I'm so excited to have Luis in studio with me, buddy. Uh, we have a fucking I, I, I don't even know this. This video we're going to shoot down in Watts. Uh, I, I am just like I, I can't even begin to imagine what that's going to look like, but it's going to be something epic. 
what do you think, man? Are we gonna like, are we gonna break the internet with this shit? Has a comedian ever gone to the jecks like this and really? Mm, not, not a formal one like yourself. Roasted motherfuckers, right? Yeah. You see, the thing is that like, as long as you just come off as real as possible, and they and they and you just you know get a sense of respect for them and yourself as well. Right, right. Be fine. That's why I want you to I I want you to play them some of my material though. I want you to have them understand that I'm I'm going down there. For laughs you know what i mean we're gonna get some real things being said too right and i'd like to end it on somewhat of a positive note but you know they've got to be prepared to be you know okay well, ribbed that, yeah, a little bit that, they got to be prepared to be tickled a little bit or else what are we doing i'm just going down there like as like a hood vlogger ah, that's not yeah, me that's yeah, been yeah, done yeah. No, you 100%, know 100 so i i want um but dude i would absolutely love to to, to comment i would like to be a commentator if we can get a chick fight like you showed me today, if I could actually uh, be the play-by-play announcer for like a ghetto hood bitch fight, that would be amazing, right? <laughs> um, you know, obviously, uh, like the crackhead dancing stuff would be terrific. Um, but I don't want it to be overly exploitative. You know what I mean? Right. Which is something that like I feel like they're really aware of that they don't want to be exploited because they've had people try to come in their projects. Of course. And, you know, try to exploit them as a certain way or they to feel a certain type of way. And yeah, you know I mean, at the end of the day, they are their own person. I can't tell you how they're going to react to everything. Right. But am I going to be robbed, assaulted or shot? That's all I want to know. 80% chance of none of that stuff. That's happening. great. I can deal with a I can deal with 80/20, baby. I can deal with 80/20. I think uh I think worst case scenario is we get pocket checked. It's all good. Or you scream that and just exit out the hood, which is fine. Which yeah. Is fine. That's yeah. okay. Yeah, I know that's a risk I'm willing to take. That's a risk I'm willing to take. Uh, either way, it's going to make for good content. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going we're gonna to have fun with it, man. Well, uh, I'm going to bring weed. I'm going to have weed for them. I'm going to have drink for them. I'm going to get them good. I'm going to get them yes. ready for the mood. I'm not going to be, you know, so uptight. And, you know, That's right. Very not, not too formal, just doing their thing. You know what I mean? Letting the jokes roll in right That's themselves. Right. You know? bring, a, bring a case of 40s. You know what I mean? Roll up a couple <laughs> of backwoods. <laughs> yes, sir. Kick back and let Johnny do the roasting. Um, you guys, let's get into the episode. Uh, I love you so much. I, I'm so thankful to everybody who's listening. Uh, if, if times are tight, don't worry about it. But if you got the money, if you could spare five or $10 a month, uh, consider this your new Netflix. Okay. We're going to be bringing you so much content better than, uh, 90% of the garbage that they're putting up there now. Um, or, uh, you know, or HBO max. That fucking cucked out channel is about finished, okay? Um, you guys, the patrons, patreon.com slash the Johnny Mitchell show, you are producers on my show. Uh, and once we have enough people behind us, once we get to 500 patrons, uh, by the way, we're going to shout you out on every episode. Fuck, I should have done that today. Next week, I will do that. I will be sure to shout out the patrons. Um, you guys, once we get to 500 patrons, we are going to build out uh, a new studio. Uh, we are going to pick up from the wreckage caused by Tia, a snitch, Bitch. and we are going to build us a fucking brand new state of the art studio. Um, and you know, I'm going to be in a town near you doing stand up. Uh, I love you. I adore you. Thank you for fucking with my comedy. Go listen to me. Uh, yesterday on the Leo and Danny show, uh, we had a fucking barn burner we had a great time on there they had a couple of 18 year old chicks on a casting couch uh but it's all consensual legal and consensual chris D'Elia said it best uh i'm kidding we didn't do anything we just i just talked shit about him and sniffed him the whole time uh and you know 
try to imagine the days when I could, you know, uh, achieve a hard on. Uh, anyways, you know what's crazy is I never bang chicks that hot, regardless. You know what I mean? I'm like nothing's happened. I've I've just the only the only luck I've ever had with women are uh, hookers and chubby Latina chicks. You know, mm-hmm. and female comedians. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you're if you're a, a child of the night, a female comic, just about as low as a hooker or uh, a slightly chubby but pretty faced uh, Mexican chick, I guarantee you're getting into bed with me. You know. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, go follow me on Instagram at Mr. Johnny Mitchell, uh, and we enjoy the episode. We'll see you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Johnny Mitchell Show. Before we get started, uh, must I remind you to join the Patreon at patreon.com slash the Johnny Mitchell Show. We did our first live Zoom chat last night. For all of you texting me with, you know, a belly aching about your latest bout of chlamydia, uh, all of you telling me that you can't get your dicks hard, which I appreciate. You're listening to the right podcast, if that's the case. Everybody just asking me for advice. Uh, you know, the guy who's fucking a racist chick. Uh, all of that stuff. Um, you don't have to text me anymore. You can simply subscribe for five bucks a month. Support this show. And you can literally talk to me for an hour. And I will, in real time, uh, tell you why your life is going down the toilet. Um, yeah, do that, dude. We had a great time last night. We had fucking people from all over the country. I got I got fans in Seattle, in cuck communist Seattle, fucking with my shit. Guys, it's a great time. Plus, you're going to get a bonus episode every week. Uh, this week, we have Kevin Brennan, the legendary Kevin Brennan, uh, brother, of course, to Neil Brennan, uh, co-creator of The Chappelle Show. Those two hate each other. So get the inside scoop on that beef this week. Uh, we also have my guy who I did time in prison with. Uh, he was a serial robber. He used to rob jewelry stores. I got him on the pod this week, guys. So go to patreon.com slash the Johnny Mitchell show. It's a great way uh, to build this up into being uh, the last edgy podcast on earth. Uh, we're competing with the big guys. We're coming for you. Um, also go to the merch. Go buy some merch. We have... Um, New uh, R.I.P. Al T-shirts, R.I.P. Fat Al, <laughs> Fat Al, Fat Albert, a.k.a. Macy Gay, a.k.a. Black Cartman, uh, is no longer with the show. So we have some new R.I.P. Al swag. Uh, go to preview. Okay, one fucking second. Uh, it should be on my website, but uh, we're just not there yet infrastructure-wise. Guys, just go to follow my fucking Instagram, please, and go to the link tree and then just go to the link that says merch. Okay. It's very simple. Preview.com slash Teespring. If you really want a t shirt, you'll find out where to find my fucking merch. Okay. It's in the link in my Instagram. Uh, all right. Uh, this episode of the show is also brought to you by Blue Chew. Blue Chew, is your dick worthless? Is it like uh, trying, fucking your chick, trying to like, like trying to push. Uh, melted cheese through a, a rock through a cheese grater, uh, etc. Insert hack joke. Uh, well, blue chew could be right for you, uh, guys. It's you know what it is. I, I mean, I talk about erectile dysfunction on literally every single show. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra, sildenafil, tildenafil. Okay, uh, you don't have to go to Tijuana to pick them up like I do. Okay. You, can, you don't have to get a doctor's visit, no, and they ship it to your door in a discreet package. You can just go online to bluechew.com slash uh, with the promo code LIMP uh, for free shipping on your first order. Uh, you can get approved by a doctor 
online, right? You don't even have to have any symptoms. You could just be a guy. You could be a college kid who gets blackout drunk, and you want to have some extra fucking, uh, some extra ammo when you bring that fat girl home, and you want to make sure you get your dick hard. You're gonna get approved. You know what I mean? It's like a fake doctor. They're doctors. They have doctors for Blue Chew? I didn't yeah, know they that. have doctors in like Barbados that are just uh, taking, hearing your symptoms it and seems, then approving it, it you. It seems like they're in Tijuana still, like the doctors <laughs> they probably, are. They probably are. Well, they certainly make it in Tijuana. <laughs> I can tell you that. So again, uh, yeah, so go go fuck with some Blue Chew, dude. Uh, if the spring is out, sun is shining, everybody's going back into the world, uh, you need to be ready to fuck, you know? That's true. Uh, so, you know who's not fucking? You know who doesn't? You know who's not fucking but still takes Blue Chew? African Al. You know? He's an incel, and he loves Blue Chew so much, he takes it uh, just to go to the park, you know? <laughs> so uh, so go to BlueChew.com uh, and enter promo code LIMP uh, for free shipping on your first order. Okay, well, let's uh, let's get into it, shall we? Our guest today, uh, making his return. He's now in the he's now in the hot seat. Now he's in now, the, in the, now in the porn star seat. That's dude. right. You're in the I porn star up. seat. Uh, Willie Simon is here. Comedian Willie Simon. What's, What's up? up, man? Dude, good to be on the Guys with Two First Name podcast. Yeah, fucking sick. seriously. Yeah, no shit, right? Willie Simon, that's such a black name, dude. That's what everyone tells me. Yeah. Everyone's like, I expected a black guy when I fucking show up anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, oh, dude, I'm the, I'm the furthest from the whitest dude. You, you know just let I'm him like, down. Yeah, exactly. He's always like, oh, man. Yeah. Like when I went to Florida, my buddy Dylan Walker, he was like visibly disappointed when he was like, Oh man, I thought you were black. <laughs> yeah, like, I was ready. Yeah, you let us down for sure. Yeah, uh, Mitchell—that's a black name too. A um, lot of lot of brothers named Mitchell. You know what I mean? Which yeah. makes me scared to look up my ancestry.com. You know what I mean? I think we were in a bad <laughs> business back in the day. Um, and now, yeah, what part of the country are you from? Well, the the my Canadian side obviously is from Canada, but the Mitchells are from Ohio, South Ooh. Dakota. So it's, it's north. It's north. It's a gray area. It's north for, of the Mason. Racism. It's north. Well, no, no, no. There's no gray area. It is in racist, but yeah. it's north of the Mason-Dixon line. So I, I'm not sure that we were big slave owners, but there was certainly a Mitchell clan that was up there with the Johnsons. Yeah, and they the were Williams. wishing to be slave owners at least. Absolutely. So, um, and and of course, and a big announcement. Uh, couldn't be happier that he's here, ladies and gentlemen. We have our new. Sidekick, the new official, the only sidekick slash intern slash slash bitch of the Johnny Mitchell show, uh, replacing Fat Al. We have here today Luis from Watts. Luis Martinez, say something into the mic, big guy. How are you guys? Uh, Dude, I'm so happy you're here. Uh, He calls himself Luis. So first, first things first. Your name's not Lewis. It's Luis. Okay. All right. <laughs> because when the trolls come for us, calling us a racist podcast, I I need you to be as Mexican as possible. Even though I know you're Salvadoran. <clears throat> Understood. Okay. Good. We get that. So Luis is like already. We lost Al. We need another. Exactly. No, no, no. It's it's good. It's a good diversity hire. So we have. It's like Al brought nothing to nothing to the show. Really. I mean, uh, and Luis has already brought me like usable bits that we're going to talk about on the show today. You know what I mean? So we're very happy to have him here. Uh, we're going down to the projects to film hopefully this weekend or next weekend. We can do that as long as it's after the first because if not, because everybody's getting their checks <laughs> and it's going to be a little dicey. There's going to be yes, uh, there's going to be a few shots ringing out. I mean, you know what? We've, we've been getting lucky with the cops have just been out way more than usual. Oh, thank God. So um, relatively, we'll be okay. Yeah. Okay, good. 
Good. Um, but yeah, shout out. That's going to be uh, so we're going to film all that. That'll be on that'll be on YouTube, uh, et cetera. Oh, so let's get into it, dude. Uh, so we're talking about everybody getting canceled for rape today, uh, which seems like a reoccurring. seems like we talk about it every episode, but that's because it happens every week. Here's here's Can't the thing. Stop raping in this city. So I was on I was on the Leo and Danny show yesterday. Leo and Danny, big YouTubers, good friends of mine. Love those guys. They have uh, they have two 18 year old chicks sitting on the guest couch. Whoa. Ooh. Do we hear what's going on with that sound? We good? That was perfect. Sitting on the guest couch, 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 couch. <laughs> that sounded like Africa Bambata <laughs> in like 1982. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> and that's my DJ Rashad on the ones and twos. Here's how much, here, here's how, here's how much women are, are just turned off by my comedy. Here's, here's how much females, good looking women are absolutely repulsed by my jokes. So I'm sitting, I'm not a bad looking guy. I'm sitting on the couch next to these two girls. Right. And of course, uh, I'm just shitting on them the whole time because it's fun. <laughs> They're 18. They're freshmen in college. That's crazy. I'm like, Luis, if Luis were my age, they would be his two daughters. How did you know they what I mean? know? How did they meet him? Just from the YouTube show? Because these guys are animals. Yeah. Okay. They're just they're just uh, they're just they're... hanging out at colleges, dorms and <laughs> exactly. Just nope. I got a new room in the freshman dorm. Dude. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, so they're they're hanging out with I mean it's weird, but it's awesome. You know? <laughs> I mean these chicks smelled so good. And there was not a wrinkle on their face. Oh my god, they were like uncracked. It was like a, a you know, eighteen year old girls, they're like a bar of soap before you even use it once. Yeah. Like it's perfectly. You can still see the logo ingrained That's in the top. right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I was just I think at one point I was sniffing the chick next to me, you know? That's not they're not repulsed by your comedy, they're repulsed by you. It by my like. actions, I, I suppose. Yeah, a... But but at the very end, but I, I I'm you know, I, I'm having a good set on the show, you know. So so afterwards, uh Danny's like uh Okay, ladies, say you had to take a romantic weekend. There's five men in the room. Rank rank from from top to bottom who you would like to spend a sexual romantic weekend with. Okay? Uh-huh. I come in last both times. <laughs> oh. Behind fifth. Fifth for both chicks behind their two producers who are like skinny incels. <laughs> they just haven't smelled the skinny them. Skinny nineteen. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah. No, these are like dudes with like concave chests. Their their producer Austin and his brother um, got like the bubbles glasses from yes, Trailer Park Boys. Yes, exactly. Like like when they talk, they're like they like look down at their feet. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'd still rather spend a weekend with them than with your boy Johnny, the author, the guy who's been to the joint. And didn't get his manhood took. The sick, the guy six six got a great dick when it gets hard. Shout out to Blue Chew. And I'm, I mean, and I'm like, that's why I will never get canceled for rape because I'll never be, I'll never be in a position where I could even, you can even accomplish get there. that. You know what I'm saying? No chicks want to hang out with me. No yeah. chicks want to be near me. You'll never have the high schooler DMs problem that like Talia did. You're like, never, dude. No, exactly, I'm good. Dude, I will never have that issue. I'm like, thank God all my female fans are like truck drivers and, <laughs> and biker chicks. Yeah, unless a prostitute from Vegas finally gets a fucking yeah. something fire in right. her heart. You know what I mean? I don't think it's I don't think I think you're good. Oh, women hate my comedy. And I think that's probably why I think it's probably a compliment that like young hot women 
uh, can't stand my jokes, right? Probably, like, I bet all young people, like 18-year-olds in general, you know, like that no, whole generation, you know what no, I mean? No, 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 no. We, most of my fans are like 18 to 25. Dude, I got like an man. army of like young, angst-filled men. Like Luis. Luis was a fan of the show originally. That's yes, great, sir. Dude. You yeah. know, but, oh. uh, but so there's a whole generation of those guys because they've all been raised off politically correct, like hyper- Hyper politically correct bullshit. Yeah. So there's a whole fragment of that like Gen Z generation. That's true. Uh, that's going the other way. That like they want that raw fucking yeah, uncensored laugh filthy stuff. shit. Exactly. Yeah. So, but you know, anyways. Uh, so yeah, that was a good time uh, on the Leo and Danny show. But uh, we'll get into it. This fucking David David Dobrik thing, right? Um, we kind of touched on it yesterday so he's the youtube guy yeah he sells the cards to people that's right, right. that's he right he, them he, off. He, he gives them out you know what i mean uh he's like you know uh he's like the new oprah he's like the oprah for the internet <laughs> everybody gets a car YouTuber oprah. you know so uh and you know i i don't really uh i don't fuck with like you know youtube guys like this i don't i don't consume that kind of content but i i assume there's something there right i can't be complete dog shit and 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 him have such a, a giant empire like that yeah but basically he was hosting a party about a month ago was it Luis? this was actually in 2019 but it oh but it just ago. resurfaced okay yeah. so he's got a guy who was on the leo and danny show by the way whoops <laughs> um what the fuck's his name Luis? break it down dominic Zaglidis. so supposedly this guy so he goes by dirty dom right dirty dom, yeah. okay so dirty dom is like uh he was an OnlyFans manager. Ooh, shady. Yeah, I was going to say, very yeah. Shady. yeah. Oh, <laughs> I don't what, think you need a manager for that. Yeah, what a shock. <laughs> an OnlyFans manager did something sexually inappropriate. Um, so Dirty Dom is his name. Uh, go ahead, Luis. What what happened? Yeah, so in, basically in 2019, there was a situation where they wanted to get a bit for David's video, and it involved Dom having sex with one of these females that they invited over. Okay, so they wanted to film porn. What the fuck? Yeah, and the punchline is porn. porn but yeah. <laughs> okay, but, but does does Dobrik even have edgy? That's like a Leo and Danny stuff. So, That's not so a Dobrik kind of edgy, stuff, is but it? Like mild black jokes, mild like sexual innuendos, but with like you know just very overly the top of the basics if that makes sense uh it doesn't really so i'm talking about this specific video well i mean whatever maybe they were trying he was trying to push the he was trying to you know get a little edgier with this one yeah. so it surfaces that well break it down Luis. what what the fuck happened i'm trying to read your Man, uh, you got a lot of potential, kid, but literature <laughs> well, is not yeah, one of that them. That was like uh, just notes that I was writing down. It wasn't really like the outline. No, even yeah. with notes. Give him a couple more drafts, dude. That could be like Old Man in the Sea. This Okay, I don't know if the... I don't know. This is a half a page of notes and one one comma in, in the entire... <laughs> this is the longest run-on sentence. This is, this is like, dude... Uh, you know, this is a kid from Watts. This is the this is the most intelligence thing that's come out of the Jordan Down <laughs> projects uh ever. You know what I mean? Like if if you're if you're one of your neighbors read this, they'd be like, like, what are you motherfucking Ernest Hemingway some shit? <laughs> Anyways, so what the fuck happened? Break it down for yeah, us. Yeah, so there was this bit then they invited these seven college girls to come do the bit. They by the way, seven college girls. I mean, I could just I can only fantasize 
about seven college girls. I yeah. wouldn't even know what to do you with gotta, that. You got to write the jokes that, or write the bits that involve <laughs> seven college girls. See, that's it starts with the writing. I mean, right. like, oh, I need fifteen super hot chicks for this joke. You're like, oh, yeah, now that's the, that's yeah, the easy yeah. way. All my jokes are about my hatred of women. So, okay, <laughs> but anyways, yeah. So then they realize the bit involved him having sex with Dom because they don't like to fake things, right? And uh, they weren't really up for it. So then David had the idea of loosening them up with some alcohol, but they're all under the drinking age. Oh, wow. He may, he Jeez. came up with that one. <laughs> He's like, I got some roofies in the back. Like, too much, too much, David. Slow down. He's like, wait a minute. What if we ply them with alcohol? It's like, it's like they didn't think of that before. They're like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. These chicks are, they're kind of being like stuck up. Ding, 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 ding. Maybe we'll give them some booze. Yeah. How is there not booze already involved in this? That's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so then the girl who, you know, made this report just not too long ago said that she, by the time they did the bit, she was blacked out and Jeez. she couldn't remember a thing. And that even when everything was over, Dom was standing in front of the door asking for a kiss after sex was denied. All of that. So, Super weird. That's fucked up. That's the whole fucking story? And yeah, now he's losing sponsors because of it. Hold on, hold on. There was no actual rape? No, he no. had sex. Dom had sex with the girl. Yeah, there was. Dom had sex with the girl. But she was like blacked out for it. Okay. So what about the chick with a kiss? What? I think that was her. That was the same girl, right? Right. So after the bit was done. Oh, so after they fucked, he asked for a kiss. Yeah. Dude, you're you just fucked. You don't need to kiss. <laughs> don't yeah. get the fuck out. Stop so pushing it, dude. You just you just fucking committed a hate crime, yeah. basically. Oh no shit. <laughs> no, that was before. I'm sorry. That was before. Okay. All right. All right. This makes a little more sense. So, what happened? So uh, we're gonna let's pull the video up. Let's pull let's pull the video up because they don't exactly understand this. Basically, basically, she felt trapped in the room. Yeah. When when they were doing the bit, right? They went into a room by themselves. First of all, what's the bit? So the bit was that it was a Christmas thing, and Dom ended up scoring a threesome with these three girls. Right. And when the other girl left, he kept the other girl in there. Right. Supposedly, allegedly. Okay. And um, so he just had a threesome, and then after it was for, finished, for the bit. Okay. So right, but so they so he just had an actual threesome for the bit. After the threesome was done, he stopped one of the girls. Then he raped her after that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what I'm trying to figure out, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. So threesome for the bit. They didn't actually do the threesome from uh, the video. From the video, from what uh, the video okay. that I was watching online, gotcha. and what I got from the YouTube scoop, as much information I was able to okay. get, and uh, that all, video also explains it pretty well. But he kept the girl after the bit, right? Was being really rapey, had right. sex with her, right? She didn't want to. That's the really rapey part. She didn't. Then she asked a um, couple months or a couple months after he was the like, video, he was being up, really rapey, uh, having sex unconsensually, <laughs> um, <laughs> being creepy. <laughs> Uh, no, forcing her to have that's sex. That's the worst one right, right there. Right. Right? Uh, you know, he was saying some lewd things, forcing her to have sex against her will, even worse things than that. Yeah, smelling her. <laughs> okay, okay. So, and then, so basically, so she doesn't remember, she doesn't remember having sex. That's the whole scoop of the story, what it seems like. And uh, now that everything is out public, you know, David didn't want to respond. Supposedly, he had a bunch of other people respond for him. Right. Super yeah. criticized for it. And I mean, it um, makes sense. <laughs> and now he came out with, like, some shitty apology that super criticized again. And, you know, now he's just suffering the wrath of the Internet. All right. Damn. So let's let's watch. So this is one of the uh, victims, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> 
What am I doing? That's what chicks want. That's what you do. You buy the booze. So, so far, it sounds like they're being gentlemen. Pause it. Pause it. That was that was dirty. Okay, we're getting feedback again. We're getting loopy. That was uh so that that's Dirty Dom in the hat right there that looked like a a, a golf pro. Yeah, <laughs> he looked like a guy in Vegas. Every rapist looks like a no, golf no, no, pro. No, you know what? You know what he actually looks like in that in that hat in that visor? He looks like a poker player in Vegas. Yeah, you know what I mean? Totally. Like a real. He's a dirty. He's a scummy, scummy dude. Yeah. You if you're wearing tell. golf clothes outside of golf, you're probably a rapist. Right. Absolutely. There's totally. a good chance. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No. There's a good chance. You're cheating on your wife with <laughs> prostitutes, yeah, or, or simply raping young yeah, women, or uh, feeding girls alcohol to assault them. Right, right. So this is definitely okay. So, so the whole bit is just suspect to begin with because you're setting up like the bit is that you get two chicks to say, "Yeah, we're having a threesome," right? And then what? I mean, and then big laugh and go to commercial. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like it's first of all, this is just like the retarded shit that these people do. Right. There's yeah. no humor in it whatsoever. Well, that's the whole right? thing with the vlog stuff is like they that's where people like it is the lifestyle. They don't care about the jokes. They're right. like, oh, look at the big house. Right. And the, right. Uh, the assault. That that's really commit. that's right. That's really what it is. It's, yeah. And then you've got these fucking gorgeous. I don't even want to call them women. You have these hot teenagers. You heard that. Yeah. Clip it if you want. Uh, making out with you and shit, but all you're all you're really trying to do is then set yourself up for an actual threesome. You know what I mean? So it already it already seems pretty underhanded. I think Dobrik was over his head on this one. Yeah. To begin with, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but at least they bought them booze. <laughs> good. Hey, it sounds like good hosts. All right, go ahead, Rashad. You can play it. literally sexually assaulted like later in the night he was like peer pressuring me and my friend undisclosed name i tagged her but whatever i'm gonna keep it keep it 100 and low-key but he tried to get us to do threesome and i was like so drunk you know when you're drunk and you're like oh yeah okay i got so uncomfortable i opted out also gave a lot of weed yeah we've literally suppressed these memories so far um the fact that i even have to explain this is like sending me right now the issue at hand is we idolized these people we thought it was so cool and of course when david was like do you want to be in the vlog we're like yeah that's awesome we watch these we watch these every day and we were drunk so when he said the kiss we're like oh, okay like it's just a kiss that's fine it was the events after that that took place that is the most up and again our issue here is not with david dobrik david might have provoke the situation but our issue here is absolutely with dom he's the fucking scum of the earth all right so let's, and no let's people pause didn't it. force alcohol down our so yeah uh you're not certainly it's not okay to uh you know fuck chicks when they're blacked out you know against their will but i'm not feeling very sympathetic to you when you're like yep yeah. and you're like eating cheese puffs in your parents mansion and you're like yep haven't been able to sleep since. I was sexually assaulted. <laughs> Look at me. Like you're putting like 
production value into your TikTok. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're not, bitch. Are you fucking insane? Like, you're what? I like how she's like, I'm not going for David Dobrik. And right, like, he right, definitely, right. He definitely did some horrible shit also. Right, <laughs> right. It's like, look, David Dobrik could really give me some good opportunities, so I'm in no way indicting <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, I'm trying to. Okay? I would go I'm back. I'm simply <laughs> indicting the guy that we all know is a scumbag anyways. Okay? Yeah. It's like a straw argument, you know? But it's like, yeah, it's, uh, uh, I don't know. On, on a rape scale, what do you guys give it? What do you guys give it? Luis, you um, go first. I'll give it a... I'll give it an eight. You fucking yeah. cock. I was going to say oh, solid really? eight. Solid oh, eight. Jesus. It seems pretty rapey to me. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Oh, <laughs> dude, I gotta, what are you going to say? I, I got to change my answer really quick. <laughs> divide divide like... your number in half and subtract three and you got nine. <laughs> I was even going to say nine. Yikes. I was like, this is super rapey. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Got to adjust mine real quick. Anybody have a pen? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I mean... Like, yeah, again, like, and she tries to like force a tear out there and, and it's just not working. Like she's getting like good mood lighting on the video. Yeah, she she's, definitely, definitely shouldn't have put a filter on this video. Yeah, she's putting a <laughs> filter on to, it. She's didn't need to do that. She's pursing her lips. Yeah. Like she put, she, she was in the editing room in premiere cutting this video together. Like, no, this won't be good for the algorithm. Yeah. Like, bitch, you're trying to get views off this. I mean, yeah, it's. She's trying to compete with the vlog. I, I I'll start own, my own vlog. That's right, dude. She's she's using this as a springboard. <laughs> she's using this as a springboard to launch her own lifestyle brand. So yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, look at uh, all these people suck. Uh, the whole culture of vlogging and lifestyle is is really a representative of the rotting culture that we're in anyways yeah. don't you think it's like trying to live an instagram profile and you're like nobody yeah. lives like this this no. isn't real this is obviously full of horrible shit you know if you yeah. get involved with it it's like it's mega dark dude and like there's no way you can you can't give away cars like that like a fucking right. coke dealer and not be involved in some horrible shit dude. That's like, right. there's no right. way yeah yeah he's living the lifestyle of like uh like fucking Pablo Escobar. That's right, yeah. On YouTube. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> like, dude. That's right. He's like a fucking Colombian coke kingpin. <laughs> yeah. Coming... Like, no, he's a good guy. Yeah, like, no, yeah. he's a horrible guy. Yeah, I'm sure. No, no, no. He's a horrible guy. Uh, <laughs> he puts out horrible content. He's a piece of shit, and he's a rapist. David Dobrik raped me. <laughs> yeah, David Dobrik. David Dobrik raped my younger sister. Um, and uh, in the car he gave her. It was That's awful. right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's part of the uh, the, that's part of the deal. The, yeah, the the fine print. It's like you got to let Dirty Dom do some horrible shit. You want this uh, I mean, so what happened to Dirty Dom? Is he is he uh, canceled? So is he made an apology video too, but I mean, he isn't as out there as David Dobrik is in terms of popularity. Yeah, he doesn't need an apology video. He needs like a lawyer. But I, I mean, his apology video also was like super criticized. It was. Can we pull that up, <laughs> Rashad? Oh God, I want to fuck that chick so bad. That's David's apology. I mean, everything was pretty fucking bashed over here. With yeah, the, yeah. I mean, um, oh, you can't pull it up on dirty just dog. directly from your computer. Okay. Um, while we're at it, dude. While we're at it. Well, you know what? Fuck it. I don't give a shit. We got more to get to. Um, because we got a long rape list right here. Um, oh, <laughs> shout. I want to say. I want to say. 
unequivocally welcome home to Chris D'Elia. Yeah, I am. I am so happy he's back. I I know Chris. Uh, I've met him a few times before. You know, before it all went to shit. And Chris is a good dude. Chris is a good dude. I mean, whether you like his comedy or not, I think it's going to evolve. Hopefully, if he can come back, you know, and he could be more honest and a little more like adult with his shit. But I know I'm a couple weeks late, but fucking welcome home to Chris, dude, because he really got fucked harder than any comedian uh, that had a similar situation in the last couple of years. I think Louis got it way worse. And I think Louis did something way less bad. Really, I think I think, I think Chris Chris is I think he, I think he did that fucking shit for sure. I uh, think but, he but, definitely but, was but, trying to bang teenagers. He's tried to bang my girlfriend personally oh, dude, several well, times. Uh, Willie, <laughs> several Willie. times. If, I, I'm actually Eskimo brothers with Chris, uh, which I wear as a badge of honor. Chris, you can fuck my chick anytime you want, buddy. Anytime you want. Uh, with those shoulders, what? Wait, 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 but Willie, Willie's got a hot girlfriend, so he's coming in here. Uh, you're coming in here very biased. Yeah, like if I, I if I were a defense lawyer, you would not be allowed on the jury. You know what I mean? You're coming in here very, yeah, very. You're, biased. you're attached to this case. Exactly. You're, you're personally you're attached. You're very attached to this case. Look, of course, Chris was a pussy hound. He was that rock and roll dude. He was like, he was that old school cat that banged all the fucking broads. He's like he's the modern Andrew Dice Clay. I guess. He's like that's he's like what, old school like Led Zeppelin was old school like that, banging teenagers. Well, okay, but a teenager even if she's 18, 19, well, uh <laughs> well, certainly towing a line. <laughs> well, certainly frowned upon in some conservative Christian circles. Um is 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 legal. He exonerated himself. Right. All those chicks started dropping messages. Right. When they were underage. Then the next week, Chris came out and was like, no, here's the full message. Chicks telling him that they were 16 and him going, whoops, too young. Got to be at least 18 to get into my shows. I mean, that's there. It's an open and shut case. He did nothing illegal. You know what I mean? He was he was so swept up in the dragnet of just DMing scores of chicks in every market he went to like he said so in his apology video he was like dude i would dm 50 chicks (laughs) in one night right and he doesn't even drink or do (laughs) drugs can you imagine sober dming 50 girls and having to hang out can you imagine having to hang out with an 18 year old girl sober (laughs) you don't even not even a little cocaine or something (laughs) like that exactly that's crazy and the chicks were like he was mean to us i'm like yeah because he doesn't have any booze in him yeah he's fucking he's got to deal with you sober super sober you're fucking dumb asses you know (laughs) so it's like so he exonerates himself but his the people and I'm not even going to name names because they know know who the fuck they are. The people in the L.A. comedy scene at his level, his friends, it dude, it it the news hadn't hit for 24 hours before they started distancing themselves from him. You know yeah. what I mean? People purging their Instagram of all the videos, P- people that he helped gain hundreds of thousands of fans for. Yeah, that's how it happens every time. Every time someone gets like the, like the whole Tig stuff when Louis got. That's right. Caught up. That's you know right. I mean, that's there's like right. a whole bunch of people who were like, "Yeah, you're. I don't. I don't want to fucking touch you with a ten foot pole now." But it's like, but it's like, and then what? What happens to Callan the next month? The same shit happens to him. You yeah. know what I mean? And if Callan had just kept it game tight, at at best, at, at or at worst rather, just keep your mouth shut when something like this happens, right? Mm-hmm. Like if my boy was a huge comedian and he got like, even if he got locked up for something that looked like way worse like looked like he might have committed a crime 
just keep your mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Like Rogan just said nothing. Yeah. You know, that's probably the best thing you can do for like maintaining your own sponsors on your podcast and your own fan base, yeah. but not throwing somebody under the bus. Yeah, especially your friend like that. You know what I mean? So the... if if Callan had just kept it game tight, right, and just what did Callan do? Didn't he? He started deleting Chris off of his Instagram the minute the news came out. Damn. You see, like my boy texts me and he goes, "Check out Callan's Instagram. Where are all the videos with him and Chris?" Because they had like I do remember they had like that. hundreds. They had you know what I mean? they'd like send back and forth to each yes, other. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I remember that. Now, can you imagine if they had just if he had just stuck with him, right? I mean, they would now have a podcast called Cancelled, and they would have they would be even bigger than they were before. Yeah, they would have millions of followers. You know, they could be doing theaters still. Fuck it, their agencies dropped them. No problem. That's my assistant can do everything they do. Yeah. For two percent, not ten percent. You know what I mean? Like, like what, are, what are the odds? Like two best friends get both get right. accused in the same month. You know? Are what they a bond? Are they best friends? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bert's gonna be like, dude. I remember. Remember when we both went down for sexual assault? Fuck yeah. Birds of a, birds of birds a feather, feather assault together, dude. Birds of a feather assault together. Yeah, right. That, God, that really ought to make your friendship stronger. Yeah, for, you know ex- what I mean. At least, at least keep it the same. You know what I mean? Like, in fact, they same same thing they went down for. Now they hate each other. Yeah, dude, that's just yeah doesn't yeah. even make sense in my head. So and so yesterday, Danny was like, "Could it be possible that uh, that Callan and Whitney messaged Chris like, hey?" Uh, this you're going down for this like you're you're getting canceled we're going to come out we still love you but publicly to save our own ass we're going to come out against you i bet that happened that could be possible I but then but then there's a little cri- there's a little clip of chris um on one of his last podcasts where he's he's he mentions this now you tell me if this looks like a guy who's actually upset by what rashad can we uh can we pull this up now this this is like you tell me what you make of this. Like is is this a guy who is this a guy who who's not really bothered by his friends turning their back on him publicly? <sighs> Rashad, hold on. Buddy, you got to let me finish what I'm saying before you go into the video. So j- just tell me go, go to like 117. Go like 117. Tell me if this is a guy who who didn't mind what his friends did publicly or is actually a guy who's like upset by what happened go to 117 Rashad a lot of his friends just didn't care the fuck a lot of them you know Hollywood's crazy yeah that was really hard to deal with and it is it is really hard to deal with, but um, so much fucking pussy. <laughs> you know, I think some people didn't reach out because uh, they thought they didn't want to bother me. But those of you that did, you know who you are, and uh, it helped, man. Anyways, um, I can still see that they texted him that right, and they were like, right, "Hey, we're right, not gonna, right. we're gonna have to distance you." And I'm sure you'd still be upset by that. Yeah, you know, I like, guess so. Really, dude? That's you're true. fucking doing that? That's true. That's true. Like, I, I remember talking to buddies of mine uh, while this happened, and they were like, Johnny, yeah, if you go down for rape, I'm dis- I'm turning my back <laughs> on you. 
like a preemptive, a pre and just to let you know, yeah, a preemptive sabotage, a preemptive just uh, disloyalty. I'd at least say nothing. <laughs> That's the kind of friend I am. Thank you. Say nothing. Haven't you learned, like, haven't you, Is nobody's been arrested. Clearly, the problem is nobody in show business has ever had any real legal problems. Yeah, only Bill Cosby is the guy who really <laughs> went to jail for it. But, I mean, that was fair. No, I, of course it was fair. I'm talking about me. I've been arrested. And what happens when you get jammed up by the cops? Deny, deny, deny. Or, hey, call the lawyer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... You can't have a lawyer for your friends, though. You know what I mean? It's kind of harder for that. You gotta have to. You're like, hey, you can just talk to my lawyer. It's like we're friends. <laughs> tell me, tell me what happened. Remember Sylvia last week? Old whore Sylvia Sage. Yeah. She goes, oh, I would snitch on somebody immediately before I went to jail. <laughs> I'm like, people, people just have no shame, and they they don't having a, a a spine and a backbone is not that important to people. Yeah. Like they don't nobody nobody has a real moral compass anymore. Well, what's the point of snitching? Like what do you get out of it? That's the thing. You get a lot out of it. I mean, you get a lot of it. It depends on the how close you, you are too. The only uh, thing you don't thing, get is respect. Yeah. You know? So, but but it's like people people don't people won't do this show cuz they're afraid of blowback. Nobody's. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, if I do your show, John, it could come back on me years from now. I'm like, that's hilarious. You think you have something to be, you have a career to be canceled. <laughs> well, and it's like, I'm not, this is this is who I am. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. not like, I'm not worried about stuff that's said around me. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, take responsibility for yourself. And that's all you got to do. It's yeah. that simple. Yeah. It's uh, it's just wild to be, man. So I, I don't know. I think that whole era, that whole, uh, you know, I'm trying not to get myself in trouble again. Um, uh, last week's episode, uh, some things were said about a certain podcast. Oh yeah, uh, dude, what's up, guys? And then, <laughs> how are you? And Malik. God damn see, it! Man. Stop! You got to take that part out, dude. You got to take. I love you guys. You got to take that part out. It's it's not them. It's their massa. And uh, oh, they're gonna hate me for that too. Uh, so we're we're not we're not we're not fucking. We're not poking that hornet's nest anymore. You know what I mean? But I think, but you know what I'm talking about, though? That whole era where, uh, you know, that whole crew, yeah. you know, like what, the, what the whole Dalia crew, I think is, I think that kind of hierarchy, that like kind of bullying and that kind of like stunting, like that comic, com comedian stunting and fucking, you know, throwing their gold chain around in Instagram videos. Like, oh, how funny am I? I'm rich. Like, yeah. I think that whole era in LA has kind of come to an end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and everybody's kind of hanging on and everything's fractured and, you know, the good guys, you know, Bill Burr is, is still in town, thank God. And, you know, like kind of like more genuine people are going to be leading the scene. Yeah. So well, I think I, I'm happy about it. Yeah. I think people are going to um, they have to at this point. You know? Yeah. You can't do the uh, the put on airs thing right. after all this, dude. Everyone wants like. Who, no, but who are you really? Right, like, exactly. I, I want to see the truth come out of something. Exactly, you know? exactly. And this is better for Chris. Like, I, I legitimately like Chris more now. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh, and, and he was already, by the end, he was already, like, falling back. Like, he he was engaged. He had a kid. Mm -hmm. uh, I think he realized, like, you know, the walls were closing in on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, dude, when he came out with that apology, I'm like, Good for you, dude. I mean, I I, I disagree. I like him less. And he tried to bang my girlfriend. <laughs> fuck that guy. But I, I hear you, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Dude, but can you imagine if he? Oh, can you imagine if he knocked her up and paid her some of that abortion hush hush money? 
<laughs> that that's coupled, the fucking that, that Arnold Schwarzenegger made money. That's, <laughs> that's the... right, dude. So what? You got to raise the kid. So what? He's taking. You're taking care of big guy. Yeah. Are you still dating her? Yeah. We, How long we, have you guys been together? together? Like four years, something like that. Man. And so okay. what's going on? How? What's the status of that? Is she like? Is she wanting to like get married? Is she? Um, she's twenty. Three, I'm 25. You know, I think I'm I'm holding back on that. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm she's, like, she's, I'm waiting. <laughs> Will, Willie's like, hold on, what's 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 five years after 18? Okay, 23. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 23. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> she's definitely not 17. Also, there's a reason why Delia was after my girlfriend. It's because she was in high school. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you go out with high school. You go out with high school chicks. Well, you know, no, she like she's going to college. She wants to be a doctor or something. I'm nice. just holding on. Yeah, being a comic with a doctor girlfriend. Dude, that's that's the, nice. Man. The dream, baby. Yeah, that's the dream right there. Hell yeah! No, that is that is the dream. It's like, and more and more, more and more men are allowing women to make all the money. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm and fine with I'm totally fine with that. Do I'm it. totally okay with that. I'm all about that I'll just empowerment. Never, I'll never have a woman with my act. There will never be a, a an independent money making woman who will be with me. <laughs> and I understand that. And I yeah, and that's that. and that's what that's your truth, you know. And people fucking people respect that. So okay, let's uh, let's do this. Also, uh, oh nice. Okay, cool. Uh, we've got uh, we got a couple of videos that we need to get out of the way. Um. Oh, by the way, Brothers in Cursive, the podcast, I got to address this too. Do you know Brothers in, Brothers in Cursive? Mm -hmm. William Montgomery and David Lucas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, this is just- I know those guys. I don't know the podcast. Yeah, this is so- Brothers in Cursive, super funny, or I guess they're calling themselves Are We Brothers? Uh, my two good friends, William Montgomery and David Lucas. David Lucas is like my brother. Uh, me and William Montgomery have gotten very close. Yeah, uh, They had a huge- They had a very substantial following off of the Kill Tony show. I watched these two guys over the last couple of years make careers out of that show and and like legendary stuff like David would be up there roasting Dom Herrera, uh, Andrew Schultz, Tim Dillon and getting them That's awesome. and really like keeping them like stunned, you yeah. know, like. These cats admire David for his roasting. Yeah, dude, David Lucas is quick, man. Dude, I saw him at the Ha Ha once, just a shitty yeah. room. Yeah, and he just chat on the Ha Ha for ten minutes. That's it right. Was the funniest thing I've That's ever right. seen in my life. He's, dude. he's oh man, and he's fat, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he, uh, you know, he built a career out of that. William Montgomery would get up there and do his, um, you know, Man on the Moon. Uh, uh, what am I? Who am I? Who am I trying to reference? Uh, Andy Kaufman Andy, routine, yeah, Kaufman. you know, and just like I, I just remember being. You know, hold up in my apartment in the pandemic, just watching William like mesmerized at how funny he was. Yeah. Uh, so those guys had a dope podcast, uh, and now it's no more. Now you know they had sponsorship money, they had what Patreon happened? money. The problem is both those guys are too fucking crazy. You know what I mean? Do they hate each other now? Do they get into a fight? Yeah, I got into several fights. Uh, I know okay. their producer. His name is Wolf. Uh, he's kind of like a sociopath. He put his uh, name is Wolf. His yeah. name is Wolf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this guy's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? I think he's like David Lucas's cousin, but I don't like the motherfucker at all. He's he was one of those producers that would try to like interject and and be like funnier than the comedians. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, good luck being funnier than David and William. Yeah, for but real. I, I think they're just too fucking crazy, man. Like David is, uh, you know. David lives uh, the lifestyle of a black guy who's on the come up, meaning he is not very reliable. You yeah. know, like he's he's flying to Austin every couple of weeks. He's doing a killer show out there at Anton's. He lived out there. 
He basically does live out there now. Uh, by the way, if you live in uh, Austin, go see David Lucas' show. Uh, I think it's every week now. It's at Anton's. Uh, hit him up. It's fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. But he's he's all over the place. You know what I mean? He's got a couple of kids now. He's got responsibilities. And then William. How old is Dave? Who I, I fucking like, love. I thought he was like in the, his 20s or something. He might be 30 now. Okay. You know? So, yeah. you know, whatever. He's got a, he's got a 14-year-old and a 12-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and then William is, uh, William to me is like, you know, could be such a killer, but I, I think- you know he's a fucking alcoholic like he's uh uh and he's he's a mess he's a mess he's he's my good friend and he doesn't even realize his potential you know what i mean but he's yeah. uh i think uh he had problems with how david was doing business and um you know there was a lot of miscommunication and whatever it was it, it's just an amalgam of factors but it just i it's disappointing because those guys are so funny together and they were making money like and what guys at our level are like profiting you know like this show has revenue this show has revenue but i we're not in the black yet we're still in the red from everything that we had to invest yeah so um i don't know i just hope they're okay i mean i know david's gonna be fine he's got a he's got his new show uh the, the fat pessimist but uh you know it's it's the same it's the same kind of uh history hyenas thing right it was krista stefano and Giannis Papas. Uh, I mean, these guys were making like thirty grand a month on Patreon, mm-hmm. and they still couldn't make it work. Dude, if the, right? if the Beatles couldn't, you know, who <laughs> right. then who could? Exactly. You know I mean? Exactly. They're making billions it, of dollars, and they're that's, like, I, I hate that guy more than I like money. That's, yeah, the, my, that's my, fine. My ego is is bigger than literally having the world. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? It's like it's I, I don't understand it. I love money too much. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I could hate Willie Simon, but if we're making thirty stacks a month, yeah, I'll get over it. I'll, I'll get be, I'll, over I'll it. I'll find a way to like I'll you. I love you more, dude. <laughs> I'll, I'll, dude, I will just, I will just look at all my money. And I'll be like, you know what? Yeah, you know who's a great guy? He's not so bad, Johnny Mitchell. Yeah, it's the way, it's the way housewives who marry for money look at their like ninety-year-old husbands. Yeah, exactly. Who they have to feed? They literally have to spoon feed yeah. every so night. I only got to suck his dick once a month, and I get to drive my Maserati around. Yeah, and it'll I'm be fucking... over. Just, just lay there. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what? He's not so bad. Yeah, it's, it's fine. I can get over this. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just get over it. Yeah, yeah. At, look at, a certain point. look at that view from your villa in Greece. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Well, if you can still hate someone looking at Greece, the Grecian yeah. islands, then yeah. maybe you really hate someone. Right. And right. maybe it is better that you leave that. You know. What yeah. I mean? And I mean, That's... shout shout out to like the brothers in cursive and the hyenas for like you know yeah, for knowing when it's over. Yeah, There's plenty of people in dead-end relationships yeah. for years, and you know, those guys were like, "No, nah, dude, not working. Good for you." How much were they making? The uh, the brothers in cursive. Yeah, uh, they were making enough. They were making a living for sure, and they had like sponsorship deals and and all this shit. So yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, dude. The whole the whole scene is fracturing, man. Half of the people are going to Austin, you know. The other half are quitting. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and a few of us are, you know, are still in the wasteland. Yes, exactly. Still and fucking... some of us are just hanging on in L.A., dude, <laughs> doing shows in parking lots. Yeah, you know? dude. How many times I've I've done jokes into the sky way too much this fucking year, dude. I I can't stand it. Yeah, doing comedy outdoors really you really understand why in the absence of electricity in a crowd. You're just screaming at the sky. You're yeah. just a, an insane you're, person you're a screaming preacher. into the. You're a, right, fucking, exactly. you're a crazy guy with a sign. Basically. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I hope those guys are okay. Um, you know, holler at me. You know what I mean? Uh, so now we got now we got a couple of videos. So 
Luis, you're going to need to earn your keep when when it comes to this show. So we're not I'm not going to abuse you as bad as Al because I have respect for you, you know, and also uh, you seem to have your shit together a little bit. You know what I mean? You have a job for one and you've you've been with a woman. You've actually had some pussy. How many that's times do you think true. you fucked in your life? You're 20, right? Yes, yeah, probably like six times. Yeah, it's that's been, not bad. I think I had fucked about. So you think six times total or six different chicks? Six different chicks. Six different chicks. Six how many times total? Oh, man, more than 30, 40. <laughs> that's pretty good, dude. By the time I that's was by the time I was 20, I had had sex with like maybe eight chicks and I'd had sex eight times. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't have sex with a chick multiple times till I was 31. No, it no, feels no, no, like no, no. that's hilarious. So you had to get out of prison first. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I could hold on to it. Right, right, right. In, in prison, I was faithful. <laughs> I was very much in love. Liar. Um, he said liar. Yeah. All big, right. Big I was, Rick was my first I was love sleeping and... around. <laughs> I'm such a slut. Um, so what, what video, what video do I want to start with? Let's start with female rumble in Miami. Um, this is, <laughs> this is a brilliant video you brought in. Um, no, it's the other one, Rashad. This is the female rumble in Watts. Yep. Did you actually record this? Uh, no, one of my friends did. So go to the, go oh, to the rumble in Miami, Rashad. This is a, this is a much better, this was a good video, but the Miami rumble. It, it, so basically this is. Uh, this is what happens when you let people out of COVID. <laughs> this is what happens when the quarantine breaks loose. Are you pulling it up? Did you yeah. find it? I do. Uh, I do get that, you know, because plenty of people are going to be fucking, but even more people, I feel like, are going to be fighting. Yeah, you know, once yeah. you get out. Yeah, if someone bumps into you for the first time in a year, you're like, because it's like getting out of prison. Like any any slight in the civilian world, you just go back to <laughs> you know, like you I just go back to the guy. day room, and you're like, oh, I gotta kill him for my respect now, eh? <laughs> he spelled my name wrong at Starbucks, eh? I can't let that ride, you know. <laughs> I gotta fucking get my stripes. You're punching pastry shelves and shit. Yeah. You're like, oh god, dude, <laughs> exactly. take it easy. No, dude. When I first got out of prison, I was working at Nobu in Malibu. Okay, I'm like okay. six months out Word. of the joint, and I got a job bus being a bus boy at Nobu in Malibu. Yeah, I threatened to throw my assistant manager <laughs> over the balcony into the sea my third day at work simply because he asked me to bus some some dishes. That's hysterical. He asked me to bus. He goes and he like he like he was in a rush and he didn't say please yeah and he was like hey man uh take these plates and i go i'll, I'll throw th you into the fucking ocean <laughs> I go, I'll, I'll throw you over the balcony how about that how about that you don't fucking tell me what to do and, and he's, he's like, like no but that's how hierarchy works like i have yeah. to tell you what and it turns out he was like the nicest guy yeah he's oh. like all right man you only get to say that two more times to me and then i gotta have a, <laughs> we gotta have a conversation oh i was fired within a month uh but i was hitting on every chick this is pre me too so i was just groping my oh. my co-workers you know what I mean? Yeah. I was just, I was a fucking animal. So, dude, Holy check shit. this video out. I fucking love Miami, bro. This is, this might be the craziest chick fight I've ever seen. It's, it's, it's looks to be 10 to 15 black chicks. No offense. We have a young African-American intern in here. A uh, very beautiful lady. But it is five, it is 15 linebacker-sized chicks beating the shit out of each other. Rashad, play the tape. Can we get some, can we get some uh, volume on it? Wow! <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, dude, one of the what, chick they're in a plant. One of them pushes them over in a bush. Yeah, people Haymakers. are going down. Look at look at her shirts off. 
You ever seen that Russian uh, fighting, like, 15 on 15 thing? This is what that reminds me of. Dude, look at Titties are coming out. These chicks are just like tapping in, tapping out. Right. These <laughs> chicks are like spring. This is like spring break. You don't realize the things we've missed on in a whole year. You know what I mean? I miss big fights like this. This is great. Look at, look at what they're in the middle of the street. One of them's kicking a chick in Someone's the head. Someone's honking like that's going to do something. Right. <laughs> hey, and now stop ch it. Ch check out this guy in the middle. Check out this. He's a black dude in a white t shirt. He's he's getting footage. He's getting camera footage. Yeah, someone needs to. Got multiple <laughs> angles on it. Oh, look at look at him. He's bending down. He's, he's like, getting yeah. he's getting the TikTok. The <laughs> people used to fight like this in Hawaii. Really? I remember this shit. Like, after school, it would be like eight on eight. Right, people just fucking right, going at right. each other, dude. It and was it, awesome. Really, and it's mostly, like, back in the day, because I went to, like, a ghetto middle school. Back in the day, it was always the chicks. Like, you yeah. didn't see that many dude, dude fights. It was, it was, like, Tongan girls in, uh, right, in my high school. Right. And it was, Holy like, Tongan girls shit. versus, like, little white girls. And they would just chuck them across the fucking, <laughs> right, like, right, the, the right. middle of the school. It was awesome. Tongans dude. No joke. That is, yeah, like. Real, yeah, no, the Tongans are big <laughs> yeah. bitches, yeah, dude. They're scary, man. Those, they're those chicks are, like, built like e honda from street fighter those are the, that's what tongan bitches remind me of you know what i mean like so squat huge thighs and and but they're solid like they they're 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 athletic yeah. you know like they're good on their like feet they're not wobbly like like these bitches falling over and shit <laughs> you know grabbing weaves that's what i ever got about black girl fights it's like you're the most vulnerable to getting your hair pulled out you know what i mean yeah so but they were always the ones fighting like, I remember the, the this fight in middle school, these two black girls, they were, like, rolling. Have you ever seen two raccoons fighting? Like, they'll roll. They're just rolling down the street. Mm -hmm. Yeah. These chicks were locked in each mm -hmm. other's arms, rolling down the middle of a busy boulevard. <laughs> it was, like, stopping traffic. <laughs> the chick takes the other girl's head and is just smashing it into the concrete. I am like... Thank you for taking me out of Catholic school <laughs> and putting me here. I mean, it was like as like a little white boy. I was like, this is the coolest thing. Yeah. Am I hip now? <laughs> yeah. Am I urban? Can I can you I know? start a fight? Um. So now, uh, so now, what do we got? Now we have just more black girls fighting. Uh. So this is actually a Mexican girl and a black girl, and I actually know of the Mexican girl. I don't actually know her. Okay. But supposedly okay. there was some turmoil in the park in that little park right there that you'll see. Those shits are so dirty. And um, what now? Now describe where we are. Are these the projects where you live? These are yep. the Jordan. So these Jordan are Downs like the projects? little cuts in between the complexes, right there in the Jordans. Okay. Okay. And uh, gotcha. And it's the middle of the day. Now, were these fights planned out, or are no, they the, this one definitely spontaneous? Wasn't. So I, I think it was something with their children that they had an argument. Oh, yeah, about mom that. fight. Yep, and they're two moms, it. and both of their kids actually fight in that video. The, oh, the yes. black, the black little girl goes and beats up the little Mexican boy. Yes, that's amazing. The so the two moms are fighting alongside their children, yes, dude, and I mean, she's family feud. Haymaker. The little black girl throwing haymakers. Yeah, dude. yeah, this is like ghetto family feud, dude. This is uh, all right. Let's play it now. Who recorded this? Uh, so this one dude named well, I don't want to say his name, but on top left you can see his nickname. Um. Wheezy, Just some dude, Wheezy, that's what they call him. That's well, that's that doesn't give away much. You could be talking about Little Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Holy yeah. oh, shit, dude. <laughs> 
Look at and they're letting them fight. Like the oh, guys yeah, are like easy. the guys are pulling people to. off. Yeah, like, it'd be bitch for them not to. Dude, I don't think my mom would ever do this for me. I don't think ever. No, no, no. I Can wish. you imagine two soccer moms? I want to see two soccer moms doing this. You know what I mean? <laughs> Karen, I fucking hate you. <laughs> Look at those big fat. Look at that C-section scar oh, right down the middle. She's had so many kids, man. <laughs> she has like ten. <laughs> That's terrific. <laughs> we gotta figure out the audio. Why is that? Why is there a pioing when I? All right. Well, Lou, uh, no one will be getting a text from me later. <laughs> Anyways, I'm in hot water though. I can't get kicked out of the studio. I don't want to complain too much. <laughs> um, yeah, that's uh, that's. That's a great values to teach your children. One yeah. of your ten children. Teach, uh, them, teach them some how to fight. Yeah, <laughs> get in a good. midday fight instead of be out looking for a job. You know, <laughs> let's get in a mid afternoon fight. Luis, are you one of the only people in your projects that work? Um, more or less, kind of. Because a... <clears throat> is that because now? Correct me if I'm wrong. When you live in like actual government housing, like. You're like in New York, those big ass projects in New York. My my friend, she's like a social worker for a lot of those people. Mm -hmm. She said your your rent is a third of whatever your income is. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Is that very how it is over true, here? Very much so, you... so that's actually a disincentive to make more money. Because the yeah. more money you make, the higher your rent's gonna be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're more you're just more incentivized to like get, you know, either more government money through having kids or or, you know, make money on the black market. What do you think, Luis? Uh, yeah, that's 100% true, man. I mean, my family specifically has been stuck in the projects for the last 40 years, you know? Right. Um, is this the black side or the Salvadoran side? This is the Salvadorian side. And the black side, I mean, we just had the black side. My cousin had babies with a black man. So now we have like a black side of the family. Right, right. So, um, you know, we have constant streams of family coming in all the time. But... Yeah, dude, the poverty line down there, it stays that way. And nobody really sees it's the built light. Like that, yeah, nobody sees the light to like, you know, go out and do things. That but I had like opportunities of living elsewhere. I mean, I was really, really unstable during my childhood. So I was like living in Orange County, Pennsylvania for like three days that I thought I was gonna live there forever. Damn. Right, right. Yeah, like, but just a bunch of these different things that changed me and made me realize like the projects isn't the only thing that's around around me, you know? Right. Mm -hmm. There's podcasting too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I gotta be somebody's bitch for a little bit. <laughs> you yeah, can do that's research right. for Johnny Mitchell. That's right. That's the That's right. Well you're doing good, man. You're on you're on the right track. You wanna be a, so you wanna work in comedy but you don't wanna be a stand up comedian. Oh, I'm not. No, stand-up comedy is awesome. That's actually the only thing I really know how to write is stand-up. So you do want to be a stand-up? Not that I want to, but I would dabble in it to understand the functions and the basics of comedy so I can take it to wherever I am. And if I, that becomes like successful, that'd be dope. Interesting. Okay. So you know what? These kids today, like the 25 and under, none of them want to be stand-up comedians. They, they like comedy. They all want to be these internet guys. They all want to be... That makes sense. They yeah. all either want to be Danny Mullen or David Dobrik. Or, you know, Dirty Dom, you know, yeah. like they all take after, uh, you know, Dirty Dom. Yeah. And uh, or, you know, Chris D'Elia or something like that. Like they but they don't want to be. And that's why I think great stand up comedy. As as an art, the stand up comedy that we traditionally know is on its way out. Yeah. And and I mean, because think about it. We're when Bill Burr was 
our age, right? When he was in comedy, you know, whatever whatever you're in, I'm in seven years, right? Mm-hmm. When he was at that level, he was doing four, five, six shows a night in New York City. That's the kind of stage time you need to get as good as he is. Yeah. The comedians now are like having to worry about editing mm-hmm. instead of like getting up on stage. Mm-hmm. They're like, hmm, how can I make my TikTok grow? You yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. So it's, it's, it creates like dynamic comedians that have like big skill sets, greater skill sets than like the previous generation. But it also, it's like stretches people too thin. Like mm-hmm. you just don't have time to develop like great hour after hour. Well, I mean, you know what I, I mean? I think there's still that New York, like there's still like a lot of where you can get on like six times in a night, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But uh, out here, it's like, it's super hard. And that's why F- everyone out here is doing TikTok and everything like that. Right, right. Even like Austin might be better for getting up multiple times a night, you know? For, for sure, for sure. The, the, the problem is now, though, it's like how do you, if you don't have any kind of following that you built yourself, how are you supposed to build a career? Yeah. Because back in the day, there was steps, right? You just became, you have the tight, tightest five you can. You get a manager. He gets you on The Tonight Show, right? Or he mm-hmm. gets you on Conan. Boom, there's your first credit. Now you're working. Now you're in the clubs. Now you're in the system, right? Mm-hmm. And from there, uh, you, you build another thing, right? Maybe you get uh, you get a Comedy Central late night half hour, mm-hmm. right? Now you're doing the road and you're doing colleges and it's incremental. You know what I mean? Now yeah. it's like... No, the, the the business is like a, a fraction of what it was back then, right? Everybody's been laid off from Comedy Central. Everybody's been, you know, laid off from ICM and, and CAA. And the only people that are hiring are uh, the people that have built equity themselves. You know yeah, what I mean? exactly. Like, especially for white guys like us. Like, there might be a few people at the industry is, like, building up from scratch, but... Dude, it's it's uh, got to get on TikTok. You got to get on TikTok. That's so so you have to become your own network. Yeah. Running a network turns out is a lot of fucking work. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a full-time job. I mean, look at and me. It's rarely fun. It's rarely fun. Sometimes <laughs> you get kicked out of your own apartment for saying the N-word in context. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I get why these guys don't want to fucking do stand-up comedy. Like it's way more gratifying if you're if you've just grown up with the internet to like have videos to get crazy views. Yeah. But uh, you don't have to like you don't have to go through the pain, the suffering of staying up late for ten years uh, and hanging out in clubs and getting yeah, but, shit on by bigger comedians. That's fun. It's that's the fun of it too. You know. That's true. It's the community. It's, it's the, the community. That's what makes it so cool is like you get to hang out with your friends for ten years and nobody gets anything, and then all of a sudden. People are like, oh, you're getting a thing, you're getting a thing. Right, you know? it's right. all when it rains, it pours kind of thing. Right, but, but now, but now stand-ups are are like me. I'm like, I'm like blending in with like these internet dudes. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm having a lot of fucking fun doing it. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, uh, I, I don't know, man, uh, Luis. I think you're. I, I think you should do stand-up because you're one of those guys that actually has a story he can sell. You know, like you can you can sell your story through your stand-up. About like being from the projects and being, you know, watching, you know, watching mom fights, watching bum fights. Mm-hmm. Didn't you say you had a video of two bums eating each other out? Can uh, we pull that up? So that where the one, fuck was that on my so, sheet? So that one, the same guy who recorded this one recorded that one. But uh, his, Weezy his just Twitter, gets the best video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Weezy yeah. F baby, dude. <laughs> and these are the guys that we're gonna be around when we go down to Watts, buddy. So yeah, this okay, is just good. To show you like the type of stuff that they really get into. You know? Yeah, ready for some some bums eating bums. 
<laughs> no, but the back streets in Watts, man, they're they're fucking ran down. That's where they usually find all these little prostitutes that'll do anything for like five bucks and a crack rock. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's what we're gonna make them do, but it's nothing sexual. It's gonna be like, hey, here's a here's a five piece. Tap your head and rum your belly at the same time. If you can do it, if you can do it, who wants that rock the most? Dude, can we smoke crack on camera? I want to smoke crack once. You want to smoke crack? Yeah, like yeah, Luis is like I can make that happen. Yeah, <laughs> no. he's like, you want to smoke crack, dude? I got like three guys. I got great shit right now. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, well, we got to wrap up because I see Rashad over there looking at his watch. Um, but it's been a fucking blast. Uh, did we cover everything? Did we get our clickbait? Did we get so. our? We we talked about Chris. We talked about David we talked Dobrik. About, we talked about David Dobrik. That'll be clipped. Yeah, we could you know the. Other bum fucking for whenever. <laughs> yeah. So what was that? It was there was what was that? So it was this mentally ill dude that's local in the hood from where I'm at in the Jordans, and these guys thought it would be funny if you know they got him loaded up on alcohol and paid a five dollar like homeless hooker to fuck him on camera, <laughs> and they did it. Yep, they did it. There was a bad sentence to you. I mean that's just horrifying, Luis. But um, but it is funny. But yeah, no, it's funny. It's undeniable. Willie Simon, plug yourself. You guys listening. Go follow my man, Willie Simon. Follow him on Instagram. Listen to his podcast. What's your Instagram? Uh, at Willie Simon underscore. W-I-L-L-I-E-S-I-M-O-N underscore. Uh, and check out Two Dumb Babies with me and Eric Friedman. Two Dumb Babies. Super funny. Go fuck with him. He's going to be a regular on this show. Go do it right now. Go follow him. Luis, plug your plug your IG, buddy. Yep, IG at found, underscore found Luis. L-O-U-I-S. Yeah, it's Luis. Luis. So, I mean, Luis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I've just been like inherited that over time people just call me lewis you don't look like a lewis yeah <laughs> you know I get that a lot yeah but anyways uh you guys we'll see you we'll see you next week uh go listen to that patreon patreon.com slash the johnny mitchell show we're getting wild 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 uh shout out to the fighter and the kid you are my favorite